Okay. We're all off. Everybody's good? Everybody feels good? Yeah. Feel, Everybody's feels feeling good. good? I'm doing, I'm, I don't I'm testing my levels. Is it my, the, my mic, my new mic is picking up like everything. So I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Okay. Okay. We'll just everybody let everybody know uh, David has a new mic. And uh, I actually have mine turned up this time. But since I'm editing it, I will uh, make magic with it. Hell yeah. Um, I'm actually going to turn mine down a teeny bit here. Um, okay. So uh, everybody's in a good mood. I'm in an okay mood. Uh, for any sports fans out there, the Suns did a lose game five. So they're down a game and it's do or die. Wait, wait, but wait, I don't wait, really want to talk about. When's the next game, Sean? What? Sorry to interrupt you. When's the next game? It's, uh, it's Tuesday. Okay. So this will come out before the next game. Okay. It, the, yes, it'll the drop day the day of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys will be hearing. Some people will hear it after whatever, and we'll know how suicidal I'll be from the <laughs> day after that. So, uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm okay. I still have faith in him. But I don't really want to talk about uh, the game itself or anything, really. What I want to talk about is a, a fan that was there. <laughs> and everybody's, he's getting so much shit on Twitter, I guess, and, and all over the Internet. And um, because he did a cringy, douchey thing. And I tr- people are like, dude, he cursed the game. So Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, the star player of the Bucks, um, is not a good free throw shooter. I might have told you about this before, David. But when he gets to the line, you have you have 10 seconds to shoot when you get to the line. He always takes too long. And the refs <laughs> don't call him for it, right? He, he goes over. Like I've counted, it's, it's, he's like 11, 10 or 11, 12 seconds. So when he's in Phoenix... The whole arena counts oh, when he gets shit. the ball, right? Which which is an amazing uh, home court advantage. He missed a ton of free throws, right? Yeah. But they 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 um they shifted to the fans, which they do while they're counting. And there's this one guy there, douchey ass motherfucker, who is counting hundreds while he's counting the the fucking the the, the free throw thing. He's counting hundred dollar bills. Like, his money. Like, he's cool. Like, it was the cringiest um, shit I've ever seen. And he had, like, a, a smirk, on, like, a snarly smirk on his face. And he's counting. He's got a stack of money. I'm like, you know this dude went out and went to the bank that day and pulled out his daddy's trust fund money <laughs> and and was there. To, and everybody's like, I hope he got robbed. But if you guys look it up, you should see it. Anybody else out there, go look it up. It was the fucking, it's it, embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. That's terrible. And everybody's like, we don't want that kind of fan that that's not the kind of energy that we we need in the in the arena. A lot of people also feel that he um is a fair weather fan or even just started to become a Suns fan when they got to the final. God, I hate so, those people. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, go look that shit up. But god damn it, I I, I really think he he jinxed it for us because I, uh, I, <laughs> I have a question on jinxes. I know that curses and like bad luck is a big part in sports. At what part does like what what point does the curse end, the, like the bad luck part of it, and like the actual like players' skills, like their injuries, like whether they're having a good day or bad day, like like which part's more important? Because um, everyone talks about curses and it's like and, and bad skills. luck. Yeah, no, uh, skills are definitely more important. I mean, I would say um, our curse or bad luck was broken when we made the playoffs, so we already we're good. Like the the the, the Suns did it. They. They're, they did amazing. Whatever happens, they did amazing. And their team is extremely talented. But now it's going to be stuck on people being like, well, it's cursed because, of course, like if they lose in game six, then people are going to think there's an actual curse because the last two times they got to the finals, they both lost games in game six. Um, so that's why I'm, I believe they can push to a seven. And if they lose in seven, whatever. But I just want to see it. I just want to see a seven. And that's why people are going to feel that way. So. And for any sport, non-sports fans, the way the final stand now is the Bucks just have to win one more game to win the championship. And the Suns have yeah. to win the next two consecutive games. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't an issue. They won nine in a row during their playoff run this year already. Yeah. So it's not like they can't do it. But they have they just lost three in a row, which is also like implausible but it happened so anyways um yeah what's more that's what's, our episode, what's more, guys what's, no that's our episode what's more implausible uh the suns winning two games in a row or the bucks continuing what their four game winning streak three games be four in a row so yeah um, i think that's more improbable to be honest it it, it is uh it, it is very rare to win three or four in a row um yeah especially in the finals like that i just don't i don't see it happening but I don't know. I'll just be anxious for the next two days. Um, that's going to be fun. <gasps> okay. Anywho, 
why don't we get to our uh what people came to listen to you know uh the show called guys were screwed which we're on so welcome to guys were screwed i'm sean i'm david and i'm chris the world is a fine place and worth fighting for i agree with the second part we're on express elevator to hell you want to be a big bad guy christopher i want your blood i want your soul top of the food chain and dinner is served stop defending him sean our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on earth it's all right to be afraid david because this part won't be like a comic book welcome to earth and today we are going to be doing something that i feel like should have happened fuck a long time ago and i feel like it's about time right uh this this could be the last one this is this could be the last episode we ever do because bubbling underneath everything is a very large explosive thing a powerful destructive force capable of changing the shape of everything around us and no i don't mean my desire to say something so offensive we all get canceled permanently that is bubbling i'm though. talking it is, it is inside of you sean absolutely <laughs> i'm talking about super volcanoes um also interestingly enough i'm thinking about how this is our 101st episode and we haven't talked about this yet yeah and this yeah. is one of the biggest you know i think scenarios i'm just really disappointed we didn't talk about dalmatians this episode <laughs> dalmatians oh god <laughs> took, took you a second we we can, we can, yeah, David still hasn't figured it out. I was going to so. I was gonna say, Sean, I, I'm kind of surprised you didn't, I, I thought you might do something like, like deer overpopulation, so you could just talk about killing bucks for an hour. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, bucks, of, well, I, I do have that little segment on that at the end. Um, I'm trying to see if we can get uh, deer to become an endangered species by the end of the year, and I think Chris <laughs> would agree. Absolutely. Um, you just have to hunt them a lot. Uh, <laughs> no deer sanctuaries. <laughs> okay, so at first I, I want to talk about Yellowstone. That's what kind of triggered me, um, and I will. That's going to be a big part of it, but I felt that that, that thing alone is a little played out. Um, it also doesn't really give a good idea of the gravity of volcanoes or supervolcanoes and how they can impact shit. So let's get rolling. Um, get rolling I wanted to make rolling, a volcano rolling. joke. Like, what's a what's a good volcano joke to get something started? Let's get erupting no it's not it um let's get get busting let's get busting okay um sources uh wiki of course there's an article from uh the united states geological survey website um and then there's an article from sf gate website is in the science section um i thought that was the united states uh gilf section website that's guilf a... section i don't yeah <laughs> well um guilf david section. you're disgusting you're, you're a horrible person david okay mm. i'm gonna do a background like usual um like what is a super volcano and what makes it different from other volcanoes uh so eruptions are classified by the volcanic explosivity index for super volcanoes it needs to be at least an eight on a scale of it just goes in increments one two three four five up to eight and or more um and the eight is is categorized as having an eruption larger than a hundred cubic kilometers of whatever kind of material um so uh, i'm also going to go a little more into detail on the volcanic uh explosivity index which i'll from now on i'll call the vei um later uh because there's something well you'll you'll see when it comes it's, it's a good time i think to bring it up so what happens, though, is magma is building under the crust in the mantle, can't break free until the magma pool gets large enough to break free, which is normal with a volcano. Um, but there are hot spots uh, or subduction zones are, are common areas for these larger types of volcanoes to develop. When you guys see the word um, magma now, do you guys just think liquid hot magma from, yeah. uh, <laughs> from liquid no. hot <laughs> magma? Magma. <laughs> I think of uh, I'm a I'm a Pokemon guy, so I'm not really a Pokemon guy, but I think of Magmar. Oh, Magmar, how, yeah. I think of how how lame Pokemon. Sorry to any Pokemon fans out there. Um, just the the early ones were very lazy names. Um, although I don't know, do you know, do you know names of any of the new ones? No, and I, like I, I, I read them. Like, my brain cannot keep them in my head. Like I've actually played some of the newer Pokemon's, and I can't. I couldn't tell you a hmm. single name. 
Wow. Um, it's I I think yeah it was funny because you could probably name back in the day or even almost still today name a good chunk of the first yeah. one fifty right yeah I mean in order probably um, in order yeah exactly <laughs> I remember back in the day watching the show and at the end Sean always tried his hand at the pokey rap remember <laughs> like every time because it's like it's like a test of skill because you know like they the Pokemon comes up on the screen like a split second you know like two frames before they the name comes up in the rap and it was mm-hmm. and i remember sean always trying to like do the perfect run of the pokey rap <laughs> <laughs> so they would show the picture right it wasn't like because didn't they have that who's that pokemon and there was like a silhouette that's not the same no, thing right no that was that was during commercial breaks yeah uh, but at the end of the the end of the episode they always had pokey rap yeah uh, man i'm gonna have to do that uh We'll throw maybe we'll throw a, a me doing a poke rap at the end of this song. Oh no no, no that, <laughs> that, that that's Patreon content. That's Patreon content right there. Oh good good. Call. You want to hear Sean do the poke good rap? Call. You guys have for the Patreon. Yeah yeah good call. I, yeah I can't. All right good good job David. Um, keeping the reins on the things here. Um, so uh, the large uh, volume volcanic eruptions are often associated with uh, Ignatius. Or igneous, igneous. Sorry, I was saying igneous. Ignatius. Pope Ignatius. Devil may cry. <laughs> igneous provinces. Uh, large provinces have a lot of ig- uh, igneous rock, and all igneous rock is is a uh, lava rock. There's two other kinds of rock. Um, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Um, any uh, fluvial geomorphologists over there? Uh, Randy from uh, South Park, give us a call. <laughs> And uh, give us oh, some yeah. information here. <laughs> uh, or actually, no, it wouldn't be. It would be um, who? Who was he? Uh, uh, fuck the 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 singer, the singer. Lord. That he he be. Yes, Lord. Lord, give us a call. Well, he, yeah, he's he's, he's a farmer he was, now. I thought he was Steamy Ray Vaughn. <laughs> he was. <laughs> that, that was a different episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, these large volcanic eruptions that are associated with these igneous provinces, uh, they can cover massive areas with ash and lava. They can create long-lasting climate change and, of course, threaten extinction of some species. Uh, the most recent was the Oru Anuai, uh, Anuai. I'm not 100% sure. I probably should have looked that up. Uh, I want to assume I'm saying it right, like always, uh, but I usually fuck things up. Sorry. Uh, it's in New Zealand, and it was um, the Topo... Taupo Volcano, uh, which happened about 28,500 years ago. I'm going to talk about this again, but that's the most recent super volcanic eruption that we, well, that, yeah, that we know. That's wild, because I kind of, I, I just assumed that, like, Pompeii was a super, the one that destroyed Pompeii was a super volcano, but I guess not. That was... Yeah, that, it's interesting. We should actually look that up to see what it is. It's probably tiny compared. I, yeah. I bet that volcano was puny. And there, there's another one I'm going to bring up that, to give you a scale of that that actual like volcanic uh explosivity index it's really it's it's crazy i will we'll just i'm about to talk about it in a second here actually so the term supervolcano was first used in 1949 uh and then it was actually popularized in the year 2000 in a bbc tv show called horizon it's blowing um, mate it's it's fuck it's, fo- bl- it's fucking blo- <laughs> sorry <laughs> wait that's <laughs> that's my british accent doing time volcanoes yeah blowing it's, it's, it's right. boston mate Oh, all right. Um, Poppia top. So let's talk about uh, some past eruptions. This is um, just to give context. Uh, the VEI scale is logarithmic. Um, who the fuck is texting me? Um, damn it! Someone text me about the game. Now I'm pissed off. I turn I turn my phone <laughs> off for this. I'm a professional, Sean. Yeah. I, my, oh my god! Yeah, I just got a text. Someone saying, "Holy shit! Did you watch the game last night?" <laughs> fuck. <Okay. laughs> um. Yeah, the VEI scale is logarithmic. Uh, the explosions were so large they form a caldera rather than a cone because the downward withdrawal of magma allows rock mass to collapse into the empty magma chain. Liquid hot Probably magma. Probably reminds you. Yeah, it reminds you of something, doesn't it? Collapsing <laughs> into a chamber. Um, so, uh, known known super eruptions. Uh, I'm going to list some. Uh, these are not all. These are just either the oldest, largest. Or most relevant, um, and then obviously Yellowstone is one of those being very relevant. There's a ton of other uh, super eruptions. Uh, you can look it up. You can look at the list. Wiki has quite a few. There were some different lists actually that were more uh, inclusive than others. 
Um, so let's talk about the flat landing brook formation in New Brunswick, Canada, not New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> this is the oldest known, uh, and it is um, uh, as the volcanic rocks from it were deposited around 466 to 465 million years ago. It is the second largest eruption with an estimated volume of 12,000 square uh, cubic kilometers. Um, and the size and eruption rates are similar to the Taupo and Yellowstone caldera. There's the Wawa Springs in Utah. We're not talking about Wawa in... Well, they have delicious sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that's an eruption of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they... Sh- uh, Wawa, give us money if you use that. Yeah. I just imagine Wawa, it's eruption of flavor. And just in that tone, exact same way. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this this occurred uh, 3 million, or excuse me, 30 million, 600,000 years ago. Volume was 5,500 cubic kilometers. There's the La Garita Caldera in Colorado, uh, which had the Fish Canyon eruption. That was about about 28 million years ago. Uh, this was 5,000 uh, a cubic kilometer volume. So there's the youngest Toba erup- eruption, which was in Sumatra, Indonesia. Uh, I'll bring this one up again. This was 75,000 years ago. It occurred at Lake Toba. Um, basically, Lake Toba is caused by it. Uh, that's why there's a lake, because it blew its top. Uh, it's theorized that the eruption caused a global volcanic winter of 6 to 10 years, and possibly a 1,000-year-long cooling episode. This is also debated, though. Uh, early estimates put the volume at around 3,000 uh, cubic kilometers, but the new models have shown it could be over 13,000, which it does mean it could be the only known VEI 9 level uh, so, eruption. So how much is, like, can we, like, get some, like, can we relate these numbers somehow? Like, I know that's, like, a, a lot, but, like, how much is that? Um... Well, uh, I guess I want to do like a distance thing. So what is the square mileage? Because cubic, cu- cubic is massive. So I want to, we should probably do it on a scale of um, square first. So what's the square mileage of Arizona? Does anybody know? Uh, well, I have the internet right in front of me. Let me see. Look, we'll let you look that up. Let me know what the square mileage of Arizona is. Um, this will help. Square mileage. I like, I, like, I like that they can hear me t- typing because it sounds like I'm, I'm very important. It sounds like you're doing something. Yeah, like, oh, God, I'm, I'm hacking in. Um, it is 113, well, pretty much 114 square miles. It's 114. Oh, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. Yes, <laughs> 114,000, sorry. 114,000 square miles. Yes. Okay. So let's say... That's that's fucking huge. Um, as, as, well, I guess that that makes sense. Maybe even a radius idea would be better. But I guess put it into context. Let's say a tenth of that, right? So a tenth of Arizona in length, uh, or not even like a, a a square area of that of that size. Um, but it's actually cubed. So volumetrically, that's going up that much distance. Oh, that's actually not true either. I. I, I think you made this way harder than you need to be, David. Okay, you should just accept it that that it's a lot. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm trying to think of something that has, I guess, maybe the ocean or or a. Um, let's let's do it in pools, guys. <laughs> How many? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something here. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at the volume of. Uh, Lake Superior. Let's look do that. Volume of Lake Superior. Um, okay, so the volume of Lake Superior is three thousand cubic miles. So that's like four or five thousand cubic kilometers. So that's like two or three Lake Superiors, I guess. And they're the Great Lakes. So if anybody's wondering, that's the best way I think we could, okay. we could look okay. at that. So it's a shitload, and yeah, so that's. I just that's, up the that's cute, layers of. I like the average pool, that? and the average pool has zero point zero 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 five seven four cubic kilometers. So it's that's yeah, that's wild. Okay, so millions of times. Yeah. So it's a million pools. So guy, I'm glad we're doing it in pools yeah. now. <laughs> Guys are. Pools. Um, wait, can you look up kitty pools next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> average. Let's make kitty this pools. 
I'm gonna. Okay, um, we should. Let's do kitty pools next. Let's do like for kitty for, pools? for cats. Like kit- oh, okay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Fish I'm done. Tanks. I, do, I just want. No, no, to- we're doing fish tanks. <laughs> um, shots of vodka. Let's do that. So how many <laughs> shots of vodka? Uh, uh, gallons of cum. That's what it is. Gallons of cum. <laughs> that would of, just. Uh, what, that would just be gallons. Why does it have to be cum? <laughs> well, um, because cum is thick. <laughs> okay. And imagine. Okay, well, now we're getting crazy, you know. So imagine uh, a cum eruption that uh, is of the size of a volcano. Oh, hell yeah. So Sounds like my typical so, Saturday night. <laughs> I just, um, we got we got really off topic here, but I'm trying to get this about as weird as possible uh, before we move on. Because I feel like Chris is um, not weirded out, and I'm trying to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Chris, how you feeling? I'm just over trying there? to keep my cool with all this content. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, calm down, calm down. All right, so let's get to uh, the Lake Taupo eruption in New Zealand that I uh, talked about before. Um, The Oru, I always want to say Oru anus. Oru anui, anua, anua. My my shot would be Oru anui. Oru anui. Oh, that's true, because in New Zealand it would be like the Maori or whatever, probably. Yeah, where every... uh, Language. Every vowel has its own know. syllable. There might be some cool. glottal stops in there, but every kind of like Hawaiian, right? So every every vowel uh, is its own syllable. That's true. So it's probably Taupo also, Lake Taupo. It could be, uh, yeah. It could be, depending yeah. on what the if, if the lake's name is Maori. Taupo. We'll go with that. Um, any any Maori or uh, native speakers or anybody who knows anything about this, uh, at least pronunciations, you know, uh, give us an email. I'd like to talk to you. Uh, so this is the world's most recent super eruption. This had a uh, volcanic explosivity index of eight. Uh, and the eruption was caused by the Taupo volcano. Um, it occurred uh, in the year 2600 BCE. So that's 28,500 years ago about in the late Pleistocene. Uh, Pleistocene. I'm going to say Cystine. I don't know why. Um, and, uh, it totaled about mm, a little over a thousand cubic kilometers of deposit. Lake uh, Taupo is around, uh, 20, god damn these, uh, go ahead, David, you, you, you take over. Um, okay. 200, no, 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 238 square miles with a depth of 610 feet, which partly fills the caldera caused by the eruption. Okay. So how Uh, much is that? Let's, let's let's break this. I'm just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right we're back to the gallons of cum so um horse cum uh yeah so th- so there's a, there's a collapse uh that filled 58 square miles under the actual lake too so there's a caldera collapse and then it still was full and that filled up uh with water 610 feet deep um and then there is uh tephra from the eruption covered a good area of north america and then what is also called uh ignimbrite uh that is up to 660 feet deep. Oh, you meant this written well, down. You, you meant the North Island, right? You said North America. God damn! Really? <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure we're not we're not talking about North America, right? No, we're in New Zealand. Okay, still. okay, okay. <laughs> um, man, this is bad. But I'll tell you guys what tephra is. Uh, they're rock fragments or particles ejected by a volcanic eruption. Hell yeah! And then, um, ig, ignimbrite, um is like a variety of a variety of hardened tuft they are igne- igneous rocks made of like crystal fragments uh, glass things like that so basically it's all these fancy words for shit that came out of a volcano is there a, isn't there, isn't there a, a weed strain called tephra ignimbrite and how fucked up it, it get you Ooh, tephra ignimbrite sounds like a fucking character from like lord of the rings <laughs> you could end my he's ash gonna, <laughs> yeah he's gonna cast a spell on you there's Ashfall, covered most of new zealand uh 620 miles away um also i gotta apologize because i keep switching between metric and imperial like a lot and you guys need to learn the oh god you need to learn the the, the conversions. I put cron versions. Uh, <laughs> cron versions, sick, hell yeah. Cron versions. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to learn about some cron versions. versions. Um. Yeah, you guys need to know conversions, okay? But honestly, fuck anything other than metric 
Um, we should be only using the metric system, but a lot of the shit I was reading and looking up would switch between the two, and it was kind of annoying. We tried to switch the metric but, system in the 80s, before we were all born, and I wasn't there, but I heard that it was a disaster. Yeah, I don't understand how it was a disaster, though, because it seems like it would just work very well. It's not, People don't want to learn new things, you know? Well... Uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't know. It just—it's so much easier. If people used it, they would realize that. Um, so, yeah. So, so asphalt covered most of New Zealand, and 620 miles away, the Chatham Islands showed deposits of ash of up to seven inches. So, Jesus. just to give you an idea, yeah, it's a lot. Um, and let's do seven inches in Sean's penis. So that is okay. So it's a little bit more than my penis, but not much. So good. Okay. It's just a tiny bit right. more. About I was gonna say that. that I was gonna say okay, we're, we're talking about yeah, two Sean's penis. Four inches more. <laughs> two. Right. Right. So two right. two of Sean's penises of ash on this island. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, okay. That's great. That's great. Well, you guys obviously haven't measured my penis, but I'll let you, and then you can stop talking shit, and you'll really will look down and be like, "Wow, you were right. It really is." Average. Um. Well, I guess slightly above, you know, uh, but uh, I'm not to, I don't, I, I try to be humble. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the erosion and sedimentation had long lasting effects on the landscape and could have caused the uh, Waikato River to shift course. So originally uh, where it was going um, from the uh, Hauraki, how, 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 Hauraki, how, I can't do this um, planes uh, to now running through the Waikato um, out to the Tasman Sea. So it basically shifted the river, which is crazy. Um, and basically La- Lake Taupo filled uh, 246 feet above its current level, which caused erosion through the Aurani uh, Ignambrite Dam. Uh, Chris, say, say the word again. Oru, 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 uh, I feel like you said it different last time. Oru Anui. Anui. Anui, yeah. Oru Anui. Anui. Um, yeah, it, so it eroded that dam, destroyed the terraces, and 14 cubic miles of water escaped. Now let's put that into context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it moved, no, it moved 33 foot boulders about 35 miles. So. I want to, yeah, I kind of just want to focus on that. I mean, it may seem trivial, but I kind of want to emphasize the impact of these volcanoes. This is only a fraction of the largest and how destructive long-term it can be. We're not even talking about cooling. We're not even talking about the initial destruction. We're talking about the, the, the way the landscape forms later and then the aftermaths of just water itself from that. So there's a lot of things to consider um, when talking about you know, is something an extinction level event and what kind of damage can these things do? Um, the last one I want to talk about here is the Yellowstone hotspot eruptions. There's way more actual eruptions in history. They're not all super volcanoes, but the area is very active. But I have a list of um, three here. Um, there's the Huckleberry Ridge eruption 2.1 million years ago. It's not the oldest, as you will see, possibly one of the largest, though, at around 2,200 cubic kilometer volume. The eruption, uh, like others, is in phases. So it may not have been one large catastrophic event, that, and, and that could skew the data because, you know, you're getting many eruptions, and it's, it's, it's putting volume that you can measure, but we don't know if it happened at once. Uh, Heist Volcanic Field. The location uh, is in Idaho. It produced a caldera-forming eruption for over 2 million years. So starting 6 million years ago, there were four large-volume uh, rhyolitic eruptions. Uh, the first three were Black Tuff, uh, Blacktail Tuff, Walcott Tuff, and I keep wanting to say when I read this Coconut Creek, but it's Coconut <laughs> I thought Creek that's, Tuff. I, that's what I read, too. You said Coconut? Yeah. yeah. That sounds um, and you that's lo- like uh, something in um, Candyland, right? Co- Co- oh, yeah. Coconut <laughs> Creek. <laughs> <laughs> well david loves coconuts i fucking hate coconuts doesn't he? you love coconuts um and then there's the uh onion creek another one of david's favorites just kidding it's not a thing <laughs> uh it equaled the volume all those together equaled 22 uh 50 uh kilometers cubic kilometers of magma and the last kilgore tough was 1800 on its own and then finally the lava creek eruption uh the Lava Creek Tuff is a formation extending into Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. 
The eruption occurred about 63 or 630,000 years ago. Um, this is part of the reason why people today feel that Yellowstone is due. I guess there was another one like 1.2 million years ago. I don't think I have it on the list here. Um, and then people so basically automatically assume that it's in this you know cyclical pattern, which is not really the case. Um, that's the most recent, the one 630,000 years ago is the most recent Yellowstone eruption, and it was about 1,000 cubic kilometers, just enough to fall within that uh, eight level. So the Yellowstone hotspot, as many know, is, is extremely active. The current worry is that it is due to erupt at any time. If Yellowstone erupted today, what would be the impact, and what other supervolcanoes are active in the U.S.? I guess we'll ask you guys before going on to those volcanoes, um, the ones in the U.S., I mean, you guys have heard about Yellowstone probably plenty and the worries of it. Is this something that seems like it? you guys would be concerned about at all? Or, you know, do, do you consider this a possible issue? Or, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're always talking about earthquakes and shit there. And have either of you guys been to Yellowstone? I have not. Yeah, everybody. And I was just thinking about how, how unlucky you'd have to, like the, the, the families that are there on their vacation the day it erupts. Like, oh, that's, 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 that's rough. <laughs> You wouldn't even know. Yeah, I mean, what's that movie with twenty twelve that had Yellowstone erupting, right? With what's his name? Yeah, uh, John Cusack. John Cusack. Woody Harrelson. Uh, was that in that movie? Um, was that the only thing that erupted and blew off, or was there like a bunch of cataclysmic events? I don't. That? I did see it in theaters, but I I haven't thought about it since, and I definitely haven't seen it again. So like I. I do not even remember like how like what what happens really. I remember that Woody Harrelson flies a, a plane at some point. I remember that as like Los Angeles is opening up and the ground is swallowing the whole city or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's another one. The San Andreas Fault splits too. Okay. So um, there, yeah, it there, wasn't just yellow. There must have been multiple. But what was the what was the premise of 2012? Wasn't it like the Earth's like uh, axis polarization was switching or some shit like that? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was the Mayan thing, too, was brought in, obviously, part of that. But, um, that, yeah, it was, uh, if they flipped, didn't they? The poles flipped yeah. or some shit? Yeah. Which is the worry people have, which I, it doesn't happen quickly. People have talked about that, and I've heard people like, well, it's going to flip. If the poles flipped instantly, I feel like the it would just explode. Like, I don't, it just doesn't seem feasible. Yeah. Maybe we um, should do 2012 as part of our Guys Reviewed series. I, I did consider that um i'm a big fan of john cusack but only only in the one movie um identity identity yeah uh i want to rewatch that now too um like i'm all these old movies uh but yeah so do you guys have any worries in, in like i don't it's not like you're going around all day like oh my god i hope yellowstone doesn't erupt but like you know like do you do you consider it something that from what you know are you worried about it at all? And I guess it's not a fair question, but I, it, I don't from know. where, like, from, I don't know how Chris feels, but from my where I like, it's something that I have zero control over, and I tend to not try to worry about things that I have n- absolutely like, no control over. Like, if it happens, like that'd be scary as fuck. But like, I don't, I'm not gonna like bite my fingernails waiting for it to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat, but I just think it sucks because like Bitcoin would go through the roof. <laughs> and I'd, you know, we'd be millionaires yeah. but then again uh, so would everyone else yeah <laughs> that's true you can't have everyone be millionaires um yeah i mean i guess myself is you're right i, I don't really think about it it's not like you're like in your house and like Matt, is there like some guy in his house he wakes up every morning and he's like so anxious he can't even function and they're like he's, he's about to lose his job and He's like, what's wrong, man? It's like, it's just fucking Yellowstone, dude. I just, I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, all day. It's like, it's fun. <laughs> that would be like a, a good premise for a movie or like a, a sitcom or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Call it Yellowstoned or something. But yeah, um, you only get worried when you're high. Like, you, just, <laughs> you smoke out and then it's like, oh my God, Yellowstone. But then at the end, it really happens. And then, yeah. Like, when he finally gets over it, he, he's, like, coming out of therapy yeah, in his last therapy, session. Yeah. And, then, and he, and he like, lights up his first joint in, like, 20 years or something. And then... And he's fine. Yeah. He's so happy. <laughs> and then you see, like, a glint in the distance. Like, no, but he, what he does is he, he decides to finally have a joint after years of therapy. And he actually goes to Yellowstone to smoke that joint to show that he's no... But then it, go, it blows up, yeah. Yeah. 
god, that's that's nice. All right. Um, well, there'll be more discussion stuff later uh, at the end of this, but I'll just go through the current supervolcanoes in the U.S. I just picked the U.S. There are others around the world, but uh, let's start with the Vias Caldera. It is a 13.7 mile wide caldera uh, in the Jemez Mountains uh, in northern New Mexico. Uh, it has similar features to Yellowstone, including hot springs, uh, fumaroles. Um, those sound really tasty. And uh, natural gas seeps. Fumaroles. Uh, yeah, and then, and then natural gas seeps, uh, geysers too, things like that. There's also plenty of volcanic domes that litter the caldera floor. Uh, the area has been really active over the last million years, including mo- the most recent eruption, which was about 68,000 years ago. Um, not a super eruption, though. That's why I didn't list it with the other ones. Uh, the current magma chamber is about 5 to 15 kilometers deep. Magma. But that's still, un- that's still enough for a very large burst. The U.S. Geological Survey has ranked it on a moderate threat for eruption, 65th. For volcanic hazard out of the nation's 169 volcanoes. That's a 2005. I didn't know there was 169 volcanoes in the United States, but I guess it makes sense. Um, it just seems like a lot. Uh, second one is, of course, Yellowstone. I already know about this one, and I'm going to talk about more about it specifically. It's going to be the focus of the discussion. Um, and then there's Long Valley in California. is located south of Mono Lake uh, near the border of Nevada. If it erupted, it could be as intense as Yellowstone's most recent eruption. It has the same features as the Vias and the Yellowstone. Um, its most recent eruption was about 760,000 years ago, uh, but it only ejected uh, a measly 240 square kilometers. So it's kind of pussy shit. I feel like that's why it doesn't get media attention like Yellowstone. That explosion, too, is not that one was not a super eruption either. Um, it doesn't mean it can't be one later if there's enough magma. And there is the magma chamber uh, is currently 240 cubic miles. Um, and now, because this is another thing I was talking about, we're switching. That is 386 cubic kilometers. Um, sorry, I didn't just stick to one. Uh, there's 27% uh, of it is hot enough and the right composition for it to be liquid magma. Uh, the recent eruption, now this is weird. This is something that made me kind of, taken aback here recent eruption created about a 20 by 10 mile caldera which i guess is close to the 240 it's talking about there and i also assume that means the top is that size but underneath the magma chamber the caldera is a little wider and bulging um so and then this is what fucked me up so it said the eruption was 2,000 times larger than mount st helen's eruption in 1980 damn so so and that was considered a small eruption that's not that can't be quite right and the reason why i say that is because there is a uh volcanic explosivity index chart that you can look up if you search it uh you can go to it and i am going to it right now so it has these it has each um tier and then the volume of erupted tephra so a zero is make sure i'm seeing this right I guess, I guess, well, a one, a one is point zero 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 one cubic kilometers. And then basically you move a decimal place up every single time. So when you get to five, it's one square kilometer, uh, cubic kilometer, excuse me. And that's Mount St. Helens. So look at it this way. Mount St. Helens was one cubic kilometer. And it said that this eruption was 240 um, that only seems like 240 times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they're talking about actual power, I don't know what what they're implying. So that's the only thing I'm confused about. Any again, any uh, geologists out there may want to explain this. That would be amazing. But also, how does it how does it relate to Dante's Peak? To Dante's Peak, yeah, yeah. or the movie Volcano, or the movie Volcano, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You guys tell me. You guys are the fucking experts. And shit, apparently, I didn't even think about that. Really putting me on the spot here. All okay. I remember the movie Volcano is that um, Drew Carey's brother-in-law um, walks through lava to save a girl, and it's a very funny scene. It, yeah. it looks silly. It was John Carroll Lynch, right? Yeah, yep. It was so sad. Oh. I remember crying like 
when I was a kid <laughs> watching that because he was like yep. walking through the subway and he had like New Balance shoes on and they were mel- <laughs> melting into the subway. Floor. Yep. He walked through lava like a layer of it. Yeah. To save a little girl. Like, like he waded into it. Yeah. <laughs> with his, his, you never seen Volcano? Like it's a classic. Dissolved. I can't remember Volcano. How, how long ago did that come out? It came out around the same time as Dante's Peak. So like yeah, late like 90s probably. 97, 98. Hmm. Remind me who was in Dante's Peak. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. James, Linda Hamilton. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. And then they had a very similar scene where the grandma walked through the boiling lake to get their boat to shore. Yep. Yep. The, like, acid lake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember when that. she was all fucked um, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, one last thing about this. So, I guess we're all confused, which is good. Um, I'm not 100% sure how these are being rated by either volume or actual destructive force. But let's just say that Mount St. Helens was a pretty good-sized volcano. And the, the, this um, uh, one in California, the Long Valley, was very large and still small compared to uh, some of the biggest ones. And think about this, that place in California, there was ash that fell as far as Nebraska. It's pretty wild. So, yeah, Yellowstone's going to have that impact on us if it does erupt all the way down here in Tucson. Um, so now... This is the article I, I read that was in the uh, U.S. Geological Survey uh, website. So what would happen if Yellowstone erupted? And like, would it really be an extinction event? Um, they're saying Yellowstone would not end life on Earth. And the YVO, the Yellowstone Volcano Ob- Observatory, is constantly asked about the potential impact of a super eruption. They have said while the eruption would not be pleasant, no shit, it would not cause the uh, extinction of humans. Wouldn't be very pleasant, no. Gee, thanks. Yeah, it's like I don't. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> um, it wouldn't cause the extinction of humans because apparently, the super eruption experiment has already been ran twice. So what the fuck does that mean? So, before I get to that, a couple things. Silver dioxide is in volcanic gas, and it mixes with water in the atmosphere. It creates sulfuric acid. This creates a uh, sulfur aerosol, and that acts as a barrier to reflect the sunlight. This is what creates the worldwide cooling events. That's why you get the uh, same kind of impact from nuclear things, the nuclear winter, volcanic winter. Um, So, first, look at the year 1816. North American Europe, it was known as the year without a summer. And this was due due to an eruption in 1815 in Tambora, Indonesia, that caused global cooling and a lot of crops failed. In 1991, Pinatubo in the Philippines had an eruption that caused global cooling by one degree. Doesn't seem like a lot, but the reason these small eruptions are referenced is to give an idea of the scale of larger ones like Yellowstone. Now, I think I trust these numbers more. Yellowstone eruption was 10 times that of Tambora and 100 times that the size of Pinatubo. Uh, So you can imagine the global impact. As I listed above, both Toba and Taupo eruptions occurred, but with modern humans present. There's no actual geologic record of the Taupo eruption. Um, So let's focus on the Toba eruption. Uh, For years, it was actually suspected of causing a near extinction event for humans. But because modern Homo sapiens only appeared out of Africa about 200,000 years ago, at the time of the Toba eruption, our species was very sparse uh, all over the, the earth. We had not enough fucking. Um, we, yeah, we needed to get to fucking. It's actually crazy to think that um, well, this next thing, like after the eruption, there were only a few thousand of us, which is why the speculation that we almost did get wiped out was there. But think about that. Like we went from, you know, 28 was it 28,000 years ago I forget which of these two or maybe the 76,000 either way and less than 100,000 years from thousands of people to you know now we're nearing about 8 billion um it's just fucking nuts um it's but, an, it's so an infestation it is pretty yeah I guess it's a good way to put it um you're gonna upset some uh you know some people Chris you know no we're, we're, we, we're, we we deserve this no I, I said infest not incest 
it's an incestation. It's an incestation. <laughs> oh my god, in Catholic Church is not happening. It's happy. an incest station. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. yeah, we're stationed. At, we, yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, one more. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama is an incest station. <laughs> Oh God! Well, they're not a vaccination station. That's no, true. <laughs> so incest works out. Sorry, Tony. Uh, well, Chris, Chris already Alabama, Chris Alabama, loves Alabama. Alabamians. Chris Alabamers? loves Alabamian, Alabamans, Alabamans. I do. Uh, Chris, Chris is a big Alabama fan. Okay, um, he goes there every summer to Mobile, Alabama, to go swimming in the ocean. Hell yeah! And uh, and um, he he didn't he didn't want you guys to know this, but he's a he's a big. Uh, I don't even know what the team name an Alabama sports team, Chris. I know you're really into it. Um, the the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, the Ducks. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be uh, the Alabama the Alabama Step Brothers? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's the Alabama Step Brothers, and their icon is a is a washing machine. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> the steps are has to get stuck in it. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, got yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it. Good call. Um, uh, so, anyways, the Toba eruption was possibly the largest known super eruption in recent times. Uh, archaeology implies that the actual impact on humans may have been minimal. In India, dig sites show little change in activities. In East Africa, lake cores seem to have shown minimal environmental impact, which is interesting. And in Southern Africa, humans were thriving during and after. This doesn't apply life was a cakewalk, though, and ash deposits in certain areas show that direct impact was widespread, but humans can adapt well. And on top of that, there's actually no evidence of any extinction of any species in either of the most recent super eruptions. It's actually crazy. You'd think that would happen, right? But what if that? What if that? What if that's just because they were destroyed so thoroughly that there's actually no sign of them? Oh, like, God. what if there were like three-headed tigers that used to exist, but they uh, all got melted? I wonder how common that is. And, and it, yeah, the the eruption was actually so, like, so like changed the face of the earth so completely. That any like fossil record of the three-headed tigers was <laughs> yeah like, melted was just yeah liquefied in an instant. Yeah. So the yep. the volcano uh, actively sought out these uh, yeah relics. It was, it was, yeah. yeah, it was a Duh, it's a super volcano. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, I can't. I, I guess I can't put it past that. Good call. Good call. Um. So. Anyways, like yeah. So that. In in essence, though, no species that we know of were made extinct, which I just, again, I don't understand how that's possible. But um, it is obvious that massive eruptions like Toba do dramatically change the environment, and even smaller ones have an impact, but humans survived. But this was during a different time. The Stone Age had a different kind of economic structure as well. Like, if Yellowstone erupted today, it would impact global trade and electricity, not to mention the level of panic would be worse with media. Still, the YVO thinks because we are so adaptable, we would be fine. We want to. I want to talk about this in the last section. I'm going to ask. Yeah. What, what, what does adapt like metal skin that doesn't melt? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah I know. Perfect. Be able to walk through the fucking hell. Uh, I. I just. I think. I mean, I. I appreciate people putting faith into humans, but I think sometimes too much is. I don't know. It's. It's not necessarily a good thing. So. Let's let's talk about this last section here. So, what do you guys think? Let's focus not only on how our technology and economy would be impacted, but the fact that humans are kind of dumb. My fear is widespread panic would be the X factor, could lead to the undoing of humans following a super eruption. Uh, and then think about this: uh, even larger eruption, bigger than Toba, larger than anything ever recorded. Um, like even with the predicted size of the possible Yellowstone eruption, would impact Arizona. Not to mention the closer states would be completely eviscerated. By the blast, and what if multiple happened at once? Um, you guys can talk. Uh, I think you're right. Humans are dumb, but I also am concerned about because if it happened today with our current world that we live in, um, the, a big problem would be like how to how, how to turn the prevention of of it blowing up, and also how to help people afterwards. It would our our automa- automatic reaction would be turning those into commodities, so like trying to make a profit off of those somehow. Mm. And that's yeah, that that we'd be fucked, I think. 
You're saying trying to make a profit off of the destruction. Uh, yeah, well, not trying trying to like off of the aid oh, after yeah. the destruction, and that would that would really get in our way. Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. Plus, I think um, humans are very adaptable. Sure, and an eruption of Yellowstone probably wouldn't wipe humans off the face of the earth, but it might completely destroy civilization. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think like the the uh, what is it the YVO. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The YVO kind of understates it a little bit by saying, "Oh, well, it, it probably won't be pleasant." Yeah. Um, it might erase entire civilizations. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's really bad, but um, as a species, humans would probably survive. But who gives a shit? Like, eighty yeah. percent <laughs> of us are dead. Like, what does it fucking matter? And like, not to mention the environmental factors. Like, our communication would probably be like we'd probably be sent back to the Stone yeah. Age. Yeah. It would be, yeah, it would be like a return to when when we just got out of Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'd be you know like probably have to go back to like hunter gatherer societies and stuff, and all of like the illness and the suffering and life expectancy is like thirty five if you're lucky, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But then, I mean, after a generation, everybody forgets, right? There's no more no more memories of the good old days. So, yeah. You know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I guess yeah. everybody, we, like you said, we would survive probably and there would be suffering for a period and then te- technology would be quickly reestablished, not quickly, but it would probably be reestablished and then what? life would go on. I wonder, I don't know, like what types of, are there any preparations being done as far as contingency plans for, um, you know, like preparing and mm. I, I know they've run simulations and stuff mm-hmm. and, and to say like, okay, uh, we can predict that the X, X much of, you know, farmland will become barren or like this part of the country will become uninhabitable. So mm-hmm. we're going to need to have some sort of like mass exodus of people and yeah. repairing the infrastructure to like go around. I think a good, um, you know, if you think about, things that have happened in modern time on a much smaller scale is like places like Chernobyl mm-hmm. where it's like you have this big chunk of the country that you just can't go to anymore and you can't do anything with it mm-hmm. and you have to move everybody. Um, and so who knows, maybe like building on some of these kind of analogous cases, they can, you know, it's like, all right, well we have to take interstate, you know, five and route it around the fucking disaster zone mm-hmm. or whatever. And not only that, but like it's like people like the, the the funny thing is like with Chernobyl, like the like that land will be usable again, not for like uh, like like thousands of years probably, but like fifteen or twenty thousand years or something. Yeah, but the, the the like the earth will heal, and they'll probably heal faster without us around. Yeah, and this, I guess so. I guess the same thing goes with uh, Yellowstone. They, they just have to make the national park a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They can build oh, in, the, in the caldera, too. You have, like, a little bed and yeah. breakfast at the bottom and shit. Oh, that'd be nice. Te- yeah. Teddy Roosevelt would be happy. <laughs> um, I think the other worry, too, is that... Well, it's like you said, the preparedness. So what kind of plans are in place? Well, if we don't have, like, underground bunkers or, or large growth... I mean, I guess we could do large growth facilities. We would need to do... It would need to be indoor cultivation in certain areas of um you know vegetables and, and crops and things like that because it, oh, i was gonna I was, you said grow facility i was gonna make a weed joke sean what? this is not the time to think about <laughs> yeah sean uh, stop, <laughs> stop plugging I mean, stop yeah. plugging here <laughs> so what, yeah watch it'd be like um people are dying and they're like well no we have a whole grow house and we're like all right cool cool so you got you got tomatoes <laughs> potatoes and things like that so, no it's, it's just, just yeah it's like well no dude i have i have i have white widow uh i think you can eat that um i made it into hash <laughs> Uh, so anyways, but yeah, so what, what they would probably do too is actually piss off, piss off, uh, growers, weed growers and be like, no, we got to use your area guys. we got to grow actual food. So, um, those people would become valuable though. All the, all the growers, uh, of, of anything, um, would become valuable in that time. If yeah, that, if that occurred. absolutely. Um, and also the other worry is that, um, and I feel like you guys, realize as we talked about this before is but the elite are going to have the advantage so of that 80 percent that lives oh yeah you're going to have the mostly the rich ones 
At least the one. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, I forget what the size of the actual blast radius is. I almost want to look. I think I'm going to look that up. Or, David, you, you want to do that? You want to do that? Look up what? What is the blast radius of possible blast radius of the Yellowstone eruption if it happens or has happened? Because. And I, I was thinking about the rich. Because, like, you're right that in that the rich people would be, uh, uh, like, probably the ones that would survive the most because they could get away. But they're also, like, the fail children of people. Like, they can't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. So that would actually probably screw us more. Yeah. Um, that's true. Uh, oh, and whatever you find from this, I know that, like, we are not in the blast radius in Tucson, but we are in the ash fall fallout area. So we would... Up to 80 kilometers for zone one. 80 kilometers. That's not bad. For zone yeah. one, there's multiple zones, right? Yeah, hold on, let me see. There's 50 zones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because zone one, I think, is complete and total annihilation. Um, and that's a that's a radius, so an actual diameter would be 160 kilometers. That's like 100 miles, which is pretty fucking big. True. Uh, sure. I mean, that's can't find I can't find what we're looking for here. Um, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up too. Um, oh wait, I found a picture. Because, um, well, you pre- see it popped up Yellowstone blast radius. Oh yeah, you see that picture where there's the kill zone, the primary ash zone, and the secondary ash zone. Yeah, it would cover the United States pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so the secondary... The, or the... Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go, ahead, go ahead, sorry. Um, sorry. Go, go ahead, sorry. Uh, the primary ash zone, it, there's different models of it, it looks like, but it looks like the kill zone... Montana's fucked, and uh, what Wyoming is done. Like, Wyoming is completely yeah. destroyed. Part of Utah, part of Idaho. Um, and then because there's... It's non-concentric zones... I'm assuming maybe because of the jet stream um, for the primary ash zone kind of shifts over towards uh, the Midwest. So you have primary ash zone and secondary ash zone falling as far as Wisconsin and Illinois and as far south as northern to uh, middle uh, of Arizona and New Mexico. But I know there's another ash zone that definitely covers the bottom of Arizona. Looks like California is getting away uh, pretty scot-free here always we're we're okay too because we're in southern arizona we're good dude that's true but now i see another eruption death zone thing in ash there's a different one and it shows basically the entire united states that's what i was looking at before yeah yeah well i mean here's one thing i think is kind of interesting kind of ironic is like how many people do you think live in the kill zone uh 10 to 20 people yeah, it's. I mean, it's like some of the most sparsely pos- populated part of the whole country. That's yeah. true. The people Which, in Billings, I guess, is f- yeah, Montana. No one lives there. <laughs> I have family who live in Billings, really? but um, I don't know if they're alive. Oh. But they said when Mount St. Helens erupted, they said there they had a lot of ash. Really, I oh, guess it yeah. makes sense. It's not a couple states over. Um, you gotta feel bad for people in Montana though, because they just get shit on demolished with volcanoes yep. <laughs> yep yeah they are right there casper would get fucked denver would have ash salt lake city would have a lot of ash um and check out our episode on the denver airport uh, yeah, that's true <laughs> but yeah so i don't know it looks it looks bad um but i think humans would survive uh like you guys said i just don't know I did bring up the worry of, of media and panic and then actual like um, Mad Max level. Uh, but yeah, so like actual apocalyptic scenario where you have, you know, uh, marauders and things like that. If, if it was, this is all, this always is, should be brought up. If we're sent back to the Stone Age, you would have factions and groups that were, you know, vying for their own uh, resources. So you would have people attacking people that could be more of the undoing than anything else, like after the initial problem. Um, right. Yeah. Um, go ahead. But give it a generation. Mm. You know, it just reminds me of, um, like, the uh, Death's End in the Remembrance of First uh, Past okay. series. Check out our Patreon, and Sean, also read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, ha- you have people traveling through time, and, like, with each successive generation people's sensibilities are rather different okay so yeah it would be interesting to see like in the immediate aftermath uh like what it would be like for modern humans to go right back to the stone age mm. right mm-hmm. but you, yeah it may be the case that you know like after all those people die 
you may have like a new civilization that comes out of it, which may be more peaceable and equitable, um, you know, like having having a, a chance to like start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this, sure. is, this isn't going to be worldwide like it would fuck the US. Yeah, but like if Yellowstone erupted, looking at the maps, it seems to be a pretty American problem. Yeah. Um, but like just kind of thinking a little bit about like a more global one. Um, who knows? Like, I think they would be kind of interesting. Not for me, because I've already lived in the modern world, but like what the subsequent generations would be like if they had the chance to kind of start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. We need. So there's that word again. Um, so it would be neat. It's fucking neat. Uh, <laughs> neat. That dates us again. No, uh, but let's say, because I'll ask, you know, are we screwed? And I feel like the answer is simple enough, but I think of it in a, in a actual 2012 level. The entire uh, geologic um, stability of the planet goes in the shitter. You have super volcanoes erupting in a lot of areas, like let's say the Topo or the Toba uh, volcano erupts again several i don't want to say like all of them but like a bunch of them erupt in locations all over the earth so you have yellowstone level on every continent let's just put it that way you have a yellowstone level eruption on every continent i know this is kind of not realistic but i'm trying to think of a worst case scenario i think all the same things we talked about would happen but would that be enough to push us over the edge maybe after time or would we recover? Like you said, in the generations, we'd be fine. Right. Um, what do you guys think? I think we'd eventually be fine. But yeah, it would just, it would, it would, it would, uh, uh, it would be tough for a while. And you're, you, you want to be there for that? Yeah, hell yeah. No, you fucking, no, I yeah, don't. You do. You, you love your zombie shit. So why wouldn't you want to live in the volcano world? <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> That's true. Good point. I think. It depends on how you define screwed. Like, mm. does yeah. humanity survive? Yes. Does civilization as we know it survive? Probably not. Mm. Right. That's a good point. But I mean, okay, so you guys, you're, we're not screwed. Because I'm going to say we're not screwed. Um, like, at all. And and I But even even with civilization failing, falling, um, there's always, if, if even a thousand humans survive we can restructure rebuild or whatever it's not extinction level i guess is the question no because at least one of them would have an iphone (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true that's true um and because it's so intuitive uh they would figure out what they needed to figure out it was like it's so intuitive it's pretty much like the the volcano didn't even happen yeah well it would be i mean I just think it would be really funny, like civilization's gone, but enough of like our telecommunications infrastructure is like backed up in like space or something (laughs) like satellites. You still have cell phone coverage or something (laughs) like they could do, you know, it'll maybe it will get to that point. But it's like there's no more civilization, but someone has just just enough battery left on their iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) AT&T still doing commercials. Uh, Yeah. And like, did you guys know? I just found out recently. Um, what, what model of iPhone do you have, Chris? This is a big Apple shill. I have an <laughs> X. Just I just have a regular ten. You have the ten, not the ten S. No. David, and you have the eleven. Tw- uh, eleven or twelve? Yeah, I can't no, remember. The, well, you got no. You actually you would have the eleven because the twelve came out. You, I remember you telling me you weren't going to get the newest one because of the t- some timing or whatever. But because the 13's coming out this year, and I'm probably gonna wait for that because I need to get I don't need to get a new one. But I have the X, the 10X or 10S, sorry. Um, but I found out recently that um, the newer ones are very water resistant. There's there's no phone that's actually waterproof, but they're very water resistant. And I actually found out mine is water resistant to some degree too. Um, and I think yours is too, Chris. Each generation mm-hmm. becoming more and more so. But I've been so worried about dropping my phone in like the toilet um, and losing all my information <laughs> yeah. for my crypto shit, even though I have everything backed up. So I'm yeah. not really worried about it, but like, but um, because I had, I think a seven or an eight before they were water resistant when I dropped it in the toilet with shit in there and uh, it landed like <laughs> in the shit a little bit. And I had oh, to like God. clean the phone oh, up <laughs> and I remember cleaning it off and then taking it in as a trade in. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you, you bastard you gave someone hepatitis <laughs> i cleaned the phone very well but the guy when i gave it to him too he's like well not, not well enough for you to use well again. um well yeah water, uh, poop and water got in it come on now <laughs> um but yeah i remember the guy kept being like god what is that smell and i was like i don't know dude i was like that's weird i don't i don't, yeah. I don't smell anything. you 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 wash your hands yet today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking delinquent. You, what you really want to avoid, though, is dropping your iPhone into Old Faithful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I was going to say, uh, how far are they along on the magma I was thinking that uh, technology. exactly, too. They have lava-resistant yeah. phones. Um, yep. Uh, but we did it. Uh, we, we covered super volcanoes. Uh, thanks, Sean. Uh, I started to wrap up. Is that okay? I didn't mean no, to, like, I, I was just going to ask. I noticed that you did that, and I think... We, we is is she is she crying right now? Is she crying? No, no. I just I I wanted to move on from the the. I think that I think the shit phone is a perfect way to wrap up this episode. So that's why. I well, said. let's talk about let's talk about more shit phones. Um, just kidding. Yeah, no, we're good. Uh, we're good. You can find. You can find us on Twitter at Guys Were Screwed. You can find me at, at Green Left Arrow. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon. We got some good stuff. We got some review episodes. We got some topical stuff on there. We also got some just, just some chilling stuff on there. So check that out. Um, you can email us at gwscrewed at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at ballercrants. Uh, Sean, give me your deets. Um, Instagram is Dean underscore Savis. Oh, also, we'll probably mention this again on our Patreon this week. But thanks to our new patron. Uh, oh yeah, thank thank you, uh, Geza Geza. I'm not really sure how to say your name, but yeah, ex, uh, we're we're very happy to have yeah, you. We appreciate it. Welcome, and please send us an email. And let us know how you yeah. would like to have your name pronounced. Yeah, yeah there exactly. we go. We like to communicate with uh, everyone as much as possible. Um, and uh, Chris, and thank you, Ian, for the excellent oh, review oh, yeah. of our of our guys reviewed yeah. episode. Yes. Yeah, much appreciated. Um, and uh yeah chris uh volcano or anal go volcano okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, much much less painful okay, okay yeah i just wanted to i think we should have a new a new uh, uh game show called volcano or anal you know <laughs> all right all right uh bye Later. everyone see ya